0: Honestly, what we could do yeah. uh, so that people playing along at home can come up with their own masks for the masquerade is we could yes. list out the website, which yep. is springhole.net forward slash writing underscore role playing underscore mators, which is r- the word random with A T O R S on the end forward slash costume dash masks dot HTM. We'll also have Please. it in the show notes.
1: Everybody, get your masks. Yes. Get, get your mask. Tell us what you're wearing to the masquerade. Jump on the Discord, uh, Goblins and Brothers Discord. Tell us what you're wearing to the masquerade. <laughs> we need to know.
0: That's bit.ly slash goblin discord.
2: This is Quid
3: Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world.
2: Well, Hattie listeners, welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news in Varian and beyond can make its way. We'll write to you. Shocked, I'm sure, were we all at how easily Koza and Alita infiltrated the Aether Twine Manor. Mighty convenient was that miscommunication around Koza's identity. I wonder where the expected person uh, may have ended up. Cast away into some abstract limbo, perhaps. Much like the spacious no-space of Moon's East Shop, where the rest of the party, uh, browsed items and options, and occasionally listened to Astrid. Hey, but I bet that crowbar is going to come in handy. Well, listeners, the time has come. I'm to depart from my current residence here at the Daily Crier, travel across the land, and make my way to Tinkerhaven in time for the uh, Aether Twine Masquerade and Gala. Now, unfortunately, on my travels, I'll be a bit disconnected from you all. But don't worry. You all will be in my heart and on my mind as I traverse till air. And soon enough, I'll be back in your ears, giving you all the news and varian and beyond. So take care. Give your shadow a big ol' hug. And as always, y'all take care now.
3: Evening has now fallen. And all of you find yourselves back at Sophia's house. Like the overextended, worn out welcome house guests you are. Uh, the Solinar Johannes boat group are laden with purchases. Koza and Alita are laden with artifact sketches. Things were weird last episode. You all are sitting in the living room around a table, uh, Koza's sketches laid out laid out across it and all of you sort of looking them over.
4: Was there anything other like a uh, Mendes of interest that I would have seen while I was in the... Um...
3: There were dozens and dozens of artifacts, all of them very notable. I will say that the cup commanded a lot of your attention because you knew that this was the thing you were there for. Okay. So, essentially... There's this big masquerade thing that he's planning, and I don't know who he thought Koza was, but he led us into this artifact room and the copper chalice is there.
1: Well, that was easy. Do you think it's because Koza was a noble?
3: I don't think he knew that Koza was Koza.
1: It's clearly
5: Koza's regal bearing is just shining through.
4: Mm. Koza smiles.
1: (laughs) Wow, look at that noble smile.
0: So, all right. I think you mentioned you mentioned a big masquerade thing that he's throwing. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's an obvious time. Like, there's going to be lots of guests. The guards will be easily distracted. Uh, there's a lot of excuse for like, oh, I, sorry, I was trying to find the bathroom. And I guess I wandered into this highly secured guarded area. Oh, I... Appear to have dropped this bag of highly noxious gas that appears to be knocking all of you out. Oh, Why how would did you that bring happen? Something
3: like that to a party.
0: Oh, oops. I seem to have unlocked most of these locks by accident. Whoopsie doodles. How'd do I get on into this vault?
5: Jerry Lewis is a master thief and infiltrator. <laughs> <laughs> my, point,
0: my point being, it feels like the masquerade is our obvious inn. What can you all tell me about the security?
4: Oh, it was extremely tight. I, I feel like Koza would have sketched some of the security things he saw. Um, Perfect. When he realized he would have to break in. <laughs> solo Now
3: they're a little bit sketchy uh, oh. because he had to he had to sketch them from memory because it would have looked super sus if he started drawing the door. Yeah, and also Koza
0: Wait. wouldn't know like what he is sketching. Wait, I know I know exactly what we should do here. I feel like Koza should roll history.
3: Yeah, actually. What a great call. <laughs> Let's roll dice in this game that's supposed to be about rolling dice. You
0: haven't rolled
1: dice in so long. GMs. GM and GMs.
3: The more GMs you have in a game, the less likely you are to ever roll dice. Yeah,
1: you don't want to get in a dice fight.
4: I rolled a 13.
3: Okay. So you're able to draw the locks serviceably well. You definitely get their position right. And there are small notes of... Seems magic, seems mundane.
0: Solinar is mostly focused on the mundane locks, and he's like, "Uh, you. some of these are decent, but they're not great. Like, I can't tell if that's a tumbler lock or a switch lock or what kind of key, because there's like three different kinds of keys that could go in a lock like that. And uh, uh, that'll be fine. I'll, nav- I'll navigate that when we get there. I'm not going to be any good on any of these magical locks.
3: Well, what do we do for those, then?
0: Well, uh, when I was in Alyssa's gang, we had a guy who could get us anti-magic stuff anytime we were going to do a job quite this big, and we'd just disenchant those parts of the locks.
3: Is there an option that doesn't involve us needing Alyssa for something?
0: I mean, if you want to lean on our many other underground contacts in Tinkerhaven... Like uh, hmm. hmm, let me think. Lock oh. A guy not known for magic at all.
1: Oh, we also met the mechanical uh, spider scorpion clocks in the underground, and a lot of the people fell underground too, who were participating in blood sport. We could get all those folks from the fight club to come and just beat the lock into submission. Oh, no weapons allowed. Fight that lock. <laughs>
3: Let's I mean, of the two, at least, you know, Locke has, doesn't have the super sketchy vibe.
0: Locke absolutely has a super sketchy vibe.
3: He was very charming. And? Not sketchy. No,
0: let's is...
4: just,
5: let's just get Alyssa to help. Uh-huh. You know, maybe before we go and try to infiltrate this masquerade, we need to have a fight here. It sounds like we need to slay a green-eyed monster. ha <laughs> ha!
4: Um, I don't get it.
1: Instead of <laughs> infiltration, Boat's talking about intervention.
5: Wait. Alita, we all love you, but we're very worried about how jealous you are. Oh, I'm thank
3: not God. I'm jealous of her!
5: Mm-hmm. If it was anybody but Alyssa, would you be upset?
3: Okay, this is... I don't understand why I'm the only one that seems to see that she's got some kind of underhanded motive. She's we could really all see sketchy. That. We can all see that, but we need her. Just uh, because she's pretty doesn't mean we can trust her or should involve her.
0: I, I don't get why you keep thinking. We've been over this so many times already. None of us trust Alyssa. All of us. Well, maybe Johannes. All of us know <laughs> that Alyssa has hidden motives. Like... It's very clear. It's practically written in literally everything she says and does. It's obvious. What I'm saying is that you can sometimes use dangerous things to your own advantage.
3: I, I think all of you are blinded. None of, we're not eek. None of us have looked at you. Boat! <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> that was unkind. To whom?
1: No, I agree with the leader, boat. That's like saying Moonzy's a no-face. Um, and that wasn't acceptable when it was a sword, and it wasn't acceptable when it's you. Look, I
5: just resent this, this idea that we're all fawning over her because she's very attractive. While that may be the case, I am focusing um. on the fact that we need... <laughs> While it's true, we shouldn't acknowledge it. We are, we, I am focused on acquiring the talents of a master thief that can get rid of magical locks.
0: Koza, you wanted to say something? Oh, I was just going to
4: say, I think that's mostly Boat. Did, did right. we all think that was mostly Boat?
1: I, sure. I always thought that, that anybody who is the friend of my friend is my friend. And if Solana, who has spent the most time with this person, says thinks that this person is going to be helpful, then that seems like a really good person to have around because Solana is a good judge of people who are helpful.
0: Yeah, Alyssa, a hundred percent has a lot of investment in her own personal interests, and I would not share with her that we're trying to steal a very elaborate magical item. That's very important to us, because that would be trouble. But I would share with her that I need to be put in contact with somebody who can deal with magic wards, because that could mean anything.
1: That said, Alita is 100% the person who has brought us all here, not only on this quest, but to this point of forward, through multiple places of grave danger, and kept us moving and alive. And so if Alita thinks that we shouldn't be teaming up with somebody, even if it is a friend of my friend, I have to agree with Alita because she's the person who is leading us on this holy mission.
0: All right. Let me be perfectly clear on one thing. I'm not talking about teaming up with Alyssa. I do not want to team up with Alyssa, not least of which I still haven't sorted all this business with Locke and... Locke undoubtedly is trying to keep some sort of tabs on where I am. Alyssa is undoubtedly trying to keep some sort of tabs on where I am. And so whatever contacts they've got watching for each other, I'm not trying to draw them into the same place. I just think Alyssa has resources that will be helpful to us in this particular instance. I uh,
5: Maybe, maybe if we end up having to recruit her, what we'll do is since Alita is so worried about her, Alita, you can be on a team with Alyssa. We'll send attention with you so Astrid can be there as well. And then we'll see if Melody wants to join. And then we can spend a lot of time just dealing with the four of you by yourselves,
0: talking with each other as part of this mission.
3: I'm sorry, you'll send whom with us?
0: Oh, yeah, my sword is totally haunted. His sword is
1: definitely haunted.
0: It's super haunted. Oh, I'm sorry, I
5: thought... I thought the inner office envelope got to you on that one.
0: No, no, we
3: sat down and started because you all asked how, what Koza found.
0: I was I was handing out everybody's weapons and I meant to mention it. And I, I don't know. We jumped into the whole like, I, honestly, the fact that you guys have already found the cup is huge. So good. Good work on that.
3: Oh, so thank you. We uh, don't even have to describe. Koza was really, by the way, Koza was really great. Dealing with the League of Thirteen guy. He lied very well.
1: Kozin, no lying. That's a bad thing to do.
4: Uh, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to say that you did a great job. Uh, I think uh, certain circumstances call for lying. And crime is one of them.
1: Kozin, <laughs> no crimeing. Crime's a bad thing to do.
0: It, what? Oh, Okay. but we gotta crime if we don't crime we can't get into the temple
1: well if you you crime you gotta do the time just remember that when you next time you're thinking about it
0: I I would like you to consider that by bringing metallic dragons back we're basically doing infinite community service
1: I'm not an ends justify the means man
0: (laughs) no what I'm saying is uh, a judge could be like oh you need to do a uh, hundred thousand hours of community service, and we would totally clear that up just by bringing metallic dragons back.
1: Hmm. I'll ponder on the points that you have b- presented before me. Your sword is haunted.
0: Uh, my sword <laughs> is very haunted by Astrid, um,
5: Sword of jigger
3: <laughs>
0: Astrid Shireen. Yeah, that's the one.
3: Your sword is haunted. By one of the people that traveled with my mom? Yes. You didn't think that was important to tell me?
5: No. You'd, it find, was, out about, you'd find out about your Aunt Astrid soon enough.
0: But important,
1: important note, also... <laughs> she fizzes in water. I bought this bird. His name is Vistles, the bird.
3: That's, that's very lovely. Um... Can we get back to the ghost of the, the sword person?
1: Yeah, this qu- is not haunted. He's uh, not as important.
0: Just real quick, if you're going to whistle into your mic, you don't need to get so close. That was more wind than whistle.
5: The bird opened its mouth and it made the sound
1: of a tornado. Whistle <laughs> <laughs> predicts the future. The future is global warming and destructive.
0: Oh, no. We can also...
5: We, we can add the bird to the uh, to the party of Melody, Astrid, Alyssa, and Alita. Oh,
0: well, we should probably send Locke with them just so they've got some more muscle.
5: Mm. And Leandros.
1: <laughs> GM party—it's like playing Dungeons and Dragons with yourselves. Yeah, or we could not do this. Have um. you ever wanted to invite your friends over and play a game all by yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Monologue,
0: yeah! No, I was absolutely going to tell you about my sword being haunted. It is, in fact, very important. I was just super excited to hear that you all had already found the cup. I thought that was going to be a lot more work than we had to do. So, you know, one thing ended up outweighing another thing, and I knew we'd get around to it. So it's all good.
3: I'm a little nervous about getting to the cup, though. There are four big armored guards, there's all of those locks, and then that's just saying that we got to sneak in, and then there was some kind of magic ward on the glass around the cup. All the artifacts had it.
0: That's probably just an alarm ward. Those are pretty common.
1: So how are we going to get this cup? Are we going to? Are we going to the party?
0: We'll need I'm- to go to the party and we'll need to have a plan.
3: Well, if we're we need invitations to get in. Oh, oh, we
4: stopped by the, the guy.
3: Yes, and he said he would send them to you, but I don't think that that included three of our friends.
0: All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Wait, we're gonna wait, get three.
3: Am I am I not am I not invited to the party?
0: Melody, we're talking about a party at one of the League of Thirteen's houses.
5: Wait, wait. Reduce Enlarge. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
0: cast Enlarge on
5: her talent so she's even more captivating as she distracts them with her loot. It's the perfect plan.
0: This is a horrible plan. You're talking about... No,
5: it's a good plan. It's really a good plan because she'll go in there and be like, I am the musical entertainment and then she'll go in and she'll start playing and everybody will be watching her and then we can sneak in easier. And she'll be like, oh, golly gee, this is really wonderful, isn't it, governor? <laughs>
1: uh, oh, um, man. <laughs>
0: I'm excited about this band.
3: <laughs> wouldn't everyone know Melody?
0: That's entirely my point. We're talking about sending Melody into a space where almost everyone is likely to recognize Wait.
5: her. Wait, you're forgetting one important thing. It's Reduce not fa- large. <laughs> it's not a <laughs> face parade. It's a masquerade. She'll oh. be wearing a mask.
0: I'm sure that a mask will cover her voice and her hair and literally everything else about her.
5: Melody, then can, it'll can also you... be a wig scarade and we'll put a mask on her loot. Melody, can you Make your voice sound different.
3: Um, in what way? Uh, I don't know. Just um, try What's something. What's your ocean
1: bar accent?
3: Yeah. Hi. I mean, is that, oh, is it like that? that's
1: unsustainable. You will lose your <laughs> voice immediately. <laughs> if I know Hi. one thing about podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> about what? Like when you uh, try to throw your voice, you cast it into the future for other people to listen to.
3: What about this voice?
1: Now that perfect, sustain that for a whole episode.
0: <laughs> it, it, it could just work. I'd, I'd like to pose this in a different light. Koza, if one of your parents' friends was throwing a party and it was a masquerade party, how confident are you that you could get through that entire party? without being recognized.
4: Um you could have stopped at how confident and I would have said not at all.
3: <laughs> that's guys, that's the t-shirt for Cosa fans. How that's confident? Not at all.
1: <laughs> it's a good Cosa that's, button.
3: That's the oh, Cosa that's, that's the Cosa
0: club. All right. I so so you're seeing what I'm saying, right?
4: Oh, uh, so wait, sorry. I I could I sneak into a party? Um, I, I wouldn't have had to sneak into a party. No,
0: my, my point being, right now, while we're still trying to evade your parents... Right, okay. You you are told that you should definitely sneak into a party that one of their pre- friends is holding. Okay. Friends that for sure have met you before. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to make it through that party without being recognized?
3: I think what we're saying is we're not going to bring Melody because she's too much of a liability.
0: It's not that Melody herself is a liability. It's that I don't want her to get picked up by the, the, uh, the Venispheres. Gosh, it's, it's been a few days, guys. I don't want her to get picked up by the Venispheres and then locked in a tower and kept there for all time.
1: Yeah, her hair's not long enough. What if I cast Disguise Self
5: and made myself look like an attractive musician and I distracted people?
3: I thought we had a ban on you using that spell.
5: I would say that there there are extenuating circumstances and having to sneak in to a masquerade to steal a magic cup is probably extenuating.
0: But I would argue that you would be a more distracting figure in Tlaire as yourself.
5: Whoa. Point taken. <laughs> I am famous.
0: Right. Like, all you have to do is, like, well, don't we still have one of your belts? Like, you could just put that on. go I'm in wearing this restaurant. one. Whoa. Well, th- yeah, but that's your shock belt. They're not going to recognize your shock belt. I'll have to
5: tell them about my recent adventures. Oh, Made a real snake bone.
0: That's a great point. And that's that's gonna be that's gonna be super engaging. Like that's super distracting for all kinds of people. He's a
5: storyteller. All right, I, all, right. All, right His, all right. Let me let me just put a stop to this real quick because
0: it sounds like we're all
5: coming up with pieces of plans, but we've yet to weave them all together into something
0: cohesive. Well, the
3: Solinar, this is your experience. You, you know what to do with these, the right? The
0: thing I was going to say is that I think, Melody, for your own not getting captured by your parents again, it would probably be good if whatever our plan is, you are headed the opposite direction because whoever's tailing us won't be tailing you then.
3: So, you guys are going to go to this fancy party, and then what? We'll never see each other again.
0: That's not at all what I said. Oh,
3: blimey. But you don't want me coming with you guys.
0: I think the risk is higher than it really makes sense for you to be tagging in with us. What if, what if
5: we used a wig, some non-melody type clothes... And maybe some heavy makeup to disguise her, along with the mask that I mentioned earlier. You seem to keep forgetting that. And then she can go in, roam around, maybe be a lookout. She can talk to folks and uh, try to get information out of them. She's very engaging and charming.
3: I actually agree with Solinar on this one. I think that this would be a really good opportunity for her to get out of Talaire. Entirely.
0: I also think that we could pick a place where the lot of us are going to meet up again in the near future, but somewhere far enough away that it's not like, I don't know, like we're going the same place at the same time, and so it's basically entirely moot that you're not with us the whole time.
3: Look, I... It's very clear that I am not going to be helpful in this, and I want to be—I want—I want to be a use. I want—I want to help this adventure. That I, I want to be in the songs, you know. If me getting out of the way will help with this, and I'll get out of the way. Um, I,
4: um, I—I I don't feel like we. Meet it in the way that you're you're wording it.
3: No, I'm uh, I understand. I'm not I'm, I'm not down on myself about this. I just I'm I'm not a hero you guys are.
1: Melody, yeah. if you want to be inside of the songs, your name is easier to rhyme than Johannes and you can take my place in songs because at the end of the day I think that you should write you in your songs because they're going to come from you, which is your heart.
3: To be honest, Johannes, the song I'm writing about you is the one I'm furthest along on.
1: Sounds like you're furthest along on the song about yourself.
3: (laughs) Very kind of you. No, not. But I understand. I'll, I'll help you guys get ready for the masquerade. I've been to a bunch of these things. I can help you guys get ready for it. And then the night of the masquerade, I'll cut out of town. I just need to find a horse.
0: And let's say I- we'll meet up in Elaria. Um, I don't know. I've been sending a lot of people towards the uh, queen of Alaria. I don't know that she'll entirely appreciate that. So I don't know if that's a good idea, but... If you're traveling I'll find my
3: way to Marine.
0: If you're traveling and you're in Marine, I will find you in Marine and we will link up and we'll talk about all the crazy stories that both of us will have at that point because you'll have been on the road for a while.
1: On your way through Alaria, be sure to stop by the X and dig it up. I'm sorry? Yeah, if you see a giant X, dig it up.
0: Yeah, we haven't gotten to that yet. So if you see a big X, go ahead and Go ahead and dig it up and take whatever the treasure is. So they've just got a couple of trees. They're in a big old X shape. We're pretty sure yeah. there's treasure under them. Gotta be. I,
4: mm, this <laughs> yeah, <yes>. doesn't sound <laughs> right. I, I, I would take all their advice up until that last bit.
3: Until the X part. Y- yes.
1: Avoid the racist gnomes.
0: Well, now hold on. <laughs> I have heard in just about every bard's rendition of this particular legendary tune that X gonna give it to ya. And that, to me, says treasure.
1: I'm gonna go buy us masks.
3: Uh, All the places (laughs) are closed right now, Johannes. We can Uh, do that in the morning. How does this city close? (laughs) It's like 9pm! Oh my god, what kind of city is this? It's a big city! It's a... (laughs) we
5: were in the Akihabara of this place. This city is boring. So <laughs> you close think at 9? You think it, the costume shops are open after 9? I need is it, an ascot. It's for fashion. <laughs> Even the sidewalks are robotic. When the clock strikes like 8:30, <laughs> they just all roll up. <laughs> the city that <laughs> sleeps city. a lot. That, that is the new canon mo- like Convention and Visitors Bureau motto of Tinkerhaven.
1: <laughs> Tinkerhaven, we get about eight hours every night. <laughs> <laughs> a-
5: there
3: are taverns and brothels and theaters that are open, but no, you can't go to a clothing store at 9pm. The workers need to rest. The workers oh my, are robots. Where robot. is your, where yeah. is your <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: strike for labor rights (laughs) oh my god what kind of backwards
3: are also people
1: oh i agree i just i haven't seen a Warforged run a shop here have i maybe i have
5: okay yes you
0: have i've seen
5: clockwork robots run shops and stalls i thought birds were running everything am i wrong (laughs) if we can't since all the costume shops are closed but you have confirmed that there are theaters open late I suggest we confidence our way into a theater and get into the costume storage area and get some more costumes. Because if you remember, I also have a clown costume and a rat costume. (laughs) Please
3: tell me you're going to show up to this masquerade in what amounts to a rat onesie.
5: I am going to show up to this masquerade as one Charles Entertainment (laughs) Cheese.
0: (laughs) Charles, it's gravy. Boat. It's called a kigu. Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna say Charles Gravyboat Barnes attends masquerade balls as if he was attending kigurumi raves.
3: I love how happy Chapman looked just now.
1: <laughs> he was imagining his fox kigu. God, I wish that was me. <laughs>
0: All,
5: right, All right, so let's let's I'm, make our way to the TikTok theater and bust in and get some
0: masks. I'm gonna tell you right now, I am not going to a masquerade ball. Dressed in whatever clown finery is behind a stage.
3: It's not clown finery, you might find something nice. There are a couple of very haute couture kind of shops that cater to the nobles going to Aether Twine's party.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking more that direction, though maybe not quite completely that direction, Solinar says, opening his money purse and grimacing.
5: I'm there worried. are a couple
3: of places.
5: I'm worried if we do that, we stand a chance of running into people who might recognize us at the party.
3: So as you guys are discussing the nightmarish economy of the costume stores in a city closing at 9pm, ignoring that that is what all costume stores would do forever, um, Sophia's going to sort of poke her head up from the kitchen. I, I don't know how useful this will be for you. But if you need costume stuff in a hurry, I actually might know someone that could help.
5: You have my interest?
3: He's a little off, um, but I've sold a bunch of potions to him in the past, so he seems on the up and up. Um, He sells masks in a back alley that he stole out of the dumpster behind more legitimate shops. And he sells them at a discount.
0: Well, now that sounds like my kind of guy. He sells rem-
5: remainder masks?
3: <laughs> it, it's more like they came out a little, uh, different.
5: Irregular masks?
3: But no, he's, uh, he's not terribly far from here. Um, he's behind a place called the Satin Sash. It's, like, three blocks from here.
0: Sh- should we go? I don't see why we wouldn't check it out, at least.
3: Let's Actually, you guys can go, um... I already have something to wear.
0: Oh. oh! Are you
5: talking about your regular mask?
3: N- no, I have uh, one that goes with a dress that I have.
5: Okay.
3: Uh, also, you- if this is a very nice masquerade, you all should probably think about wearing actual nice, fancy outfits.
5: Wait a minute, it's not a full costume masquerade?
3: I don't know what it is, but my understanding is that most of these, it's like... Fancy outfits and masks. I don't know. Mm. I've never been to these. Koza would know better than I would. Johannes would know better than I would.
1: Oh, this is- What do you say, guys? This is not something that happens in my city. In my city, they do things like they say, hey, you want to come over for tea? And then my parents say, no, we don't go there. They poison their tea to try to kill us and steal our business.
3: There's a lot to unpack there.
1: I might need to revisit a little bit then, because my plan was
5: to wear this rat costume, maybe (laughs) with a vest and a bow tie. (laughs) And a guitar.
3: What is this chaos costume? What
5: a coat.
1: It's Moon Rat. (laughs) He only comes out in the full moon.
3: I like the idea that Boat is that kid that I knew in middle school that had such obscure, weird costume concepts. That no one knew what he was trying to dress as.
5: I'm Moonrat! <laughs> You're 27, stop trick or treating! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Moonrat behaves a lot like Mole Man from Fantastic Four.
1: Moonrat sounds like a superhero for sure. I think. <laughs> I'm writing it down.
5: I think
0: Chapman was trying to ask uh, a Koza knowledge question. Yeah, what would Koza
4: know about what you'd wear to a masquerade
3: so traditionally masquerades have themed finery and masks rather than like full on scale costumes now that being said you have been to masquerades where some people were in full scale costumes and it did work but the common thing to do is to wear themed like really really nice themed finery and accentuate it with a mask
4: Okay. And I I get the feeling from whatever I've seen that that's going to be the case for this one.
3: That is the vibe that you have. Now that being said, it doesn't your your instincts given your history are that cuz you're a noble so I'm not making you roll for this cuz it's how a noble would know things. Yeah. Um if you guys decide you're going to do full costumes, you will be noted. Because it will be odd, but it will not be out of place.
4: Okay. But- well, we could wear either a, a full costume or something simpler. Um, that they, they, they would both be okay.
0: In my experience, if you're wearing some big elaborate costume, you're like a sore thumb sticking out from the crowd. And so when we're there to do crime... I want I want to blend in as much as possible because I want it to be like I have the cup in my arms and I walk into the crowd and the guards are like, where do you go? And they can't tell because there's like 30 of me.
5: All right, let's just go get our masks. Let's head. Let's head to this back alley.
3: All right. So you all travel and it's very quick and easy that you find the place called the Satin Sash. Um, you notice, oddly, that the sign of the Satin Sash is in the shape of a little kitty head. You are able to cut around, and you see a figure hunched over a dumpster, rifling through what sounds to be like cloth and wood and detail accoutrement.
1: <laughs> Hello, dumpster raffling. Uh. We're here for the, for the raffle of masks.
0: Yeah, we, we heard you've got uh, good masks for sale. Oh, oh, I've got masks for sale, buddy i got all kinds of masks. You wouldn't believe some of the masks I got. And he just like pats the lining of his long, long trench coat.
1: Do you have a mask <laughs> for a sword? Because we're also bringing a sword, which is a content.
0: Sword mask, huh? Let me, let me rifle around in here for a little bit. Oh, sword masks. Sword masks. Hmm.
1: I love this voice.
0: Uh, I got... I got a little a little tiny rat mask. It's like oh. like a, a mask for a rat. Maybe that'd work for your sword? What do you think?
1: I'm so excited to put this on my squirrel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: This... Yes, I'll take it.
0: It's a uh, it's it's a mask made out of a cloth bag. It's been styled to look like the head of a zombie with a shocked expression. And its design has been painted on in black, white, and magenta.
1: Ooh. What do you think?
5: Coat keep, I would like my mask now. <laughs> what
0: did what did we decide this guy's name was? Morgan Spook. Morgan Spook. Morgan looks looks you up and down with a like uh, appraising eye and he's like, Oh yeah, I think I got a mask for a guy like you. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me pull something out for you. What do you think of this? And he presents you with a stiffened fabric mask that covers the scalp, full cheeks, and forehead, and has humorously stylized features. Its design suggests the moon with a confused expression. It's done in black, vivid orange, dark green, and copper, and is designed in a style that evokes, uh, for our listeners at home, the, stu- the art of Tim Burton. Hmm.
5: Well, it's not exactly what I was planning, but yeah, you know, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet you'll take it. It's one of the finer masks that I got.
5: Is Chris Hansen hiding somewhere else in his alley? Because I feel like he needs to ask this guy to sit down and take his hands out of his pockets. He's in the dumpster.
0: All right, who else? Who else needs a mask? I'm, who else is here shopping for masks? I'm, I'm,
4: I'm, I could use one.
0: Oh. Mm. Mm. No, that's not going to do. Hold on.
1: He's like, with a noggin like that. uh, Oh, do I have... mm, I don't know. Do I have a mask that can fit such a weird-shaped head?
0: (laughs) He pulls out a mask that is made of stiffened fabric. It covers the full cheeks and forehead and has grotesquely stylized features. Its design suggests a rabbit with a solemn expression. It's done in copper and is designed in a frilly style. Oh, this is fun? With a question mark? Two question
4: question marks? marks? How many question marks? What do you you all think of this?
1: Oh, I think it's pretty great. I love it. It fits you perfectly. Like a glove or a mask. Okay. Sir, please find a mask that would fit a man of my stature.
0: He he pulls out uh, a mask that's made of a cloth bag and then he like looks at you and like reassesses and puts it back in the trench coat and then he rummages around for a little while and he's like, No, gotta get gotta get something fancy. Gotta get something fancy for this guy. He's a real handsome guy. Alright.
1: Oh all my right. gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. Wow, I love this guy.
0: Yeah, this is what you need. And he pulls out a paper mache mask that covers the full cheeks, nose, and forehead. And it is made in the style of the sun, but with a really long nose and then kind of a like it's the patterns really strange because being the sun, you would expect it to be kind of a yellow or even like a bright color. But it's actually these like dark shadows moving across white paper mache.
1: Oh, my gosh. This mask is perfect.
0: Yeah, I thought you might like that.
1: Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. You've the mask for me and for my squirrel. You are awesome. Wow. I've never met a better back alley dealer than you.
0: He he looks at Solinar and he sees Solinar's studded leather armor and he's like, oh, I got just the thing. I know just the thing for you, my friend. Yes, indeed. And he pulls out a stiffened leather mask that covers the cheeks, the eyebrows uh, and the face. And then... It's got, like, a grotesque and surprised expression. And Solanar's like, nope, nope, no, not even a little bit. Don't even. Ah! And the guy's like, look, man, I don't, look, this is what I got. This is, this is going to really suit your style. (laughs) And Solanar's like, not even a little bit. No.
1: I Uh I think that mask is more haunted than your sword.
0: How much do we owe you for all of this? And he goes, oh, You've already paid. And then he vanishes in a cloud of smoke. Whoa! My god!
4: (laughs) Oh, oh, that's... Is it a bad thing? If we've already paid, and we didn't pay?
0: Solonar's like, uh, everyone check your coin purses. Something's very wrong here. Oh,
1: well, my coin purse is 20 gold points of the 20 20 gold pieces lighter.
0: (laughs) Well, let me deduct that well all of my money's here
4: Koza pulls a bunch of salamanders out of his corn purse oh how did oh. he even do that
1: I think Koza was collecting those back when we were at the, the uh, monk place oh
4: that's right and let me oh okay I'm counting my oh, oh
1: don't grab him by the tail oh no <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well that's right this is my salamander purse not my coin purse my bad
1: he, he gets paid a salary, mander oh. <laughs> Well, we've got the masks Now we need the outfits But it looks like the <laughs> Store here, the sash won't open Until tomorrow Are we sure I can't just wear the rest of my rat costume? <laughs> I Maybe
5: mean,
0: you could You're th- just gonna stand out a lot, I think <laughs> Well, there's also the clown costume Don't forget that <laughs> I think you'll stand out even more
1: I've got an idea for how you would stand out less if we all dressed as different animals and formed a band, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the Banana Splits. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Alex is uh, is making death eyes at us. There's daggers flying at the screen. <laughs> yeah,
5: so I'll the be animatronics are too strong. <laughs> I'll be a rat, Johannes. Uh, you can be. Uh, you can be a dog. Uh, Ooh. Koza, but, you can be a chicken. Oh, I was just Uh Oh, okay Sonar, you could be a purple
4: monster.
0: I could be a purple monster. Or
4: Kosa, what were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna wear finery with my mask.
0: Yeah, I am also gonna wear finery with my mask. I I really, really want to blend in as much as physically possible. I'll
5: wear the rat costume <laughs> with a gold chain. <laughs>
0: don't
1: you I don't think you have I, a
0: clock chain in fact
1: no i've got uh unless you've got something different
0: i don't think i have a clock chain didn't we get you one in the copper shrine note
1: taking
5: oh chat, you yeah. know what i think it got broken i have a lot of stuff but i don't have a clock chain the clock chain is how you
1: invest in nfts and crypto <laughs> in tinker haven gross I'm excited to get a nice spiffy outfit. I want to look like a cloud, or maybe multiple clouds.
0: That's those are <laughs> neo fungal tinkerbucks.
3: I hate everything about that. So, masks in hand and weird accoutrement about your coin purses aside, you've gotten everything ready to go, with the exception of your outfits, and more importantly your invitations to this thing.
0: pro roll is a co-production of alpha comics and games with goblins and growlers our audio production and all original music composition is provided by gabriel perez he can be found at amethyst audiomancer on instagram the voice of alita and our dm for the podcast is alex smith she can be found at alpha comic games on twitter the voice of charles gravyboat barnes is brandon dingus he can be found at way of brandalore on twitter the voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Molfby. And I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening.
3: rollers, it's Alex. Since my players can't derail me here at the end bumper, now is my chance to tell you about Alarian Archives. Available for our Patreon subscribers at the $5 tier, Alarian Archives is a separate podcast that acts as a deep dive into Varian. It's history, characters, how I create the content for QPR, and even more than that. This is only one of the awesome perks to our Patreon. So if you'd like to check out some playable content written by the QPR cast, as well as additional QPR content like side episodes, check us out on patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. We're only able to put this show out because of the support of awesome listeners like you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts and keep on rolling.
1: We've gotten our masks. Now we need, that's right, (laughs) random generator for our goth vampire names for our ball. (laughs) We have to have secret identities. I'm Malachi Monster. I'm Ishmael Wolfram. Wolfram. I'm... Shadows. (laughs) Shadows.
5: <laughs> oh, that's <Very> good. That's, <laughs> that's really so good.
0: I, oh my god! <laughs> I think I got the lamest vampire name I've ever heard. I'm Caesar Lapidus. <laughs> oh my! No, that's <laughs> amazing. That sounds like an accountant. So. Oh. oh my! You're an
1: accountant vampire. <laughs> vampire Vampires accountant. need accountants. How do you balance the blood books?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great return at the blood bank.
1: Oh my god! I'm ready. Okay, the let me write interest down. Interest rates
0: are stellar. I
1: need to take notes. <laughs> Oh, like the second
0: generated <laughs> vampire name is so much better. It's Raul Goree, but it's G-O-R-E-E. Gore. <laughs> oh, my second one was
1: Yago <laughs> Grimes. <Ooh. laughs> That's really good. <laughs>